Welcome to the business of beautiful spaces. I'm your host, Laura Thornton, principal of Thornton Design. I'm beyond thrilled to bring you this podcast where I am going to share over 25 years of experience in the interior design industry. As an experienced interior designer, I understand the challenges of running a successful business while also creating beautiful and functional spaces for our clients. Throughout my career, I've worked closely with trades and other professionals to bring my clients' vision to life. And along the way, I've learned a thing or two about balancing that creativity and practicality when running a business. In this podcast, I aim to share my knowledge, my insight with you, other designers, covering all the aspects of the interior design industry, from the creative process to the business side of things, from selecting the right materials to managing budgets and timelines. I am going to share all the tips and tricks that I have learned over the years to help you run a successful interior design business. Whether you're a seasoned professional or just starting out in this industry, this podcast will be for you. I'm looking forward to sharing my experience with you, answering your questions, and helping you navigate the exciting world of interior design. So let's get started on the business of beautiful spaces and explore the art of creating beautiful and functional spaces while running a successful business. Welcome back to the podcast called The Business of Beautiful Spaces. Today, we are going to talk about high point market and how you can survive it if you're going and especially if it's your first time. So firstly, what is high point market? It's the largest furnishing industry trade show in the world. It's held twice a year in High Point, North Carolina, that's where it gets its name, and it features over 2,000 vendors showcasing the latest trends and designs in the home furnishings, decor, and accessories industry. It's an excellent opportunity for interior designers to source new products and connect with industry professionals. What can you expect from attending this event? Well, there's tons of learning to be had. There are sessions that you can attend, There's inspiration in every corner. It's almost overwhelming how many things, ideas, and notions you'll want to implement when you return to your studio. I attended last October for the first time, and I continue to reference my photos when in the design phase of many projects in our design studio for inspiration, or for some product ideas, or for little elements on some furniture detail, to reference trends and all the things that we noticed and saw at the High Point Market. As an interior designer attending this event, it is important to be well prepared and to ensure success and and a productive experience. There are some things that I really felt that would have been helpful to know ahead of time, and I want to share what my insights were. Some things that you should consider on maybe even just packing to survive the high point market trade show. So let's talk how to survive the high point market. Okay, so you have pulled the trigger, you've decided to attend this year, and you're going to go to high point market and your flight is booked. Well, if you have to fly. So what's next? So their website is really a fantastic resource to kind of get the basics going. And you, I would personally say book your hotel next. So book in the dates that you're going to go and see what it populates and shows you what is available through the high point market. They block off rooms that are available to the attendees that are located between High Point, Greensboro, and Winston-Salem for the market days. I would advise to look at the map and see what the distance is from the hotel or those towns or their cities to get a sense of how far out the actual show 
is from your space. Because well, everything is far away from High Point. There is literally nothing else there, except for (laughs) the vendors and this kind of like little city of um, showrooms, which I would have never have known that or north what I thought that prior to going. I personally chose to stay where there was more amenities in the hotel, meaning I wanted to be able to have a restaurant for breakfast or for dinner or room service at least as an option um, because I knew the days were going to be long and I knew it was going to be busy and I didn't know what to expect at market. So I thought those would be important elements for me. As it turns out, um, there are areas that you'd want to do your due diligence to make sure that if you don't have a hotel with a restaurant or room service available, that there is something within walking distance for you to be able to grab some food. Um, The days are long and they're busy. And once you're at market, the selection is slim for um, food vendors. Um, And anyone with a food allergy should really note that. The showrooms do have plenty of food, which I'll go into later, and we'll touch base on that. But for the reasons for me as a first-time attendee, I thought it would be helpful. So I rented a car, uh, mostly because I had an issue with my flight home, but no need to get into that. Um, It did allow me to get to a store. I stocked up on some water bottles and also just grabbed some protein bars, which next time I would just bring those with me. I also would maybe even think about getting some of those items delivered to the hotel to save you some time, and you would not need to be renting a car. Uh, Another giant plus to booking a hotel associated with the show, not only does it offer savings on the room, but please note that these are really inflated pricing because of the two weeks that market is on. The pricing is quite expensive for where you're staying and what you're getting, but it is discounted if you book through the show website. And also what will happen there is you'll be offered the advantage of the complimentary shuttle service that goes between these hotels and the actual market. Only the properties listed on the website are served by the complimentary shuttle service, and it is free to all market attendees. So during the week of market, the shuttle arrives and departs High Point Market at the transportation terminal. The hotel Um, from the websites, if you're picking those, will provide you the times. And there are usually two options in the morning and the same on the return. And please note, the buses were full. So thankfully, I'd had some friends and fellow designers that I was traveling with that were able to hold me a seat or I actually wouldn't have gotten on the bus one of the mornings. And it was the the early bus, but there was two buses on the early and you'd have to wait an additional hour to get on the next bus. So I would highly recommend getting down at least 15, 20 minutes early, get in line to ensure that you're going to get on the shuttle. Because if you don't, you're going to lose an hour. So there is also shuttle buses that will take you from the show directly to the airport. So this was something we learned as we were there. So just note to self, if you're flying in at a certain time, check those shuttles to see if you can get yourself at least to the show. And then if not the show, then great to your hotel. But double check what what your uh, arrival time is and see if it coincides, because obviously it would be able to save you some transport dollars by utilizing the shuttle service. All right, so off we go to the show. This show was so well run and organized that of course they offered help for someone without a plan. Like me. I had all good intentions of, you know, before the show uh, of making a solid plan to maximize my days to see as much as I could. Really, I wanted to get my money's worth. But as life does, it flew by and I showed up without a plan. (laughs) And I knew I would just figure it out. 
it was my first time. It was at first a little scary when I pulled in and I was like, whoa, this was not what I expected. It was bigger and um, so much more than I ever could have imagined. So where I previously mentioned the shuttle drops you off, which is directly in front of one of the largest buildings in market, there's a help center. And that help center is literally in the middle of the roads because there isn't any cars going through them. So they have plopped this portable, if you will, but it's really fancied up and quite lovely. And in there, that help center, they have iPads, notepads, and staff who are there to help you navigate market and to make a plan. So I walked in and said, I'm here, I've arrived. I don't have a plan. I don't know where anything is. And essentially, I'm Canadian. (laughs) So and why I did that was because as Canadians, we are not offered the same amount of options as our American designers. And so, you know, we aren't always privy to who makes a certain light fixture or who makes that certain chair because we're buying them at a retail level or at a large furniture store level and not able to access those vendors. So I wanted to make sure that who was helping me understood that I didn't know a lot of the names of these companies, but I knew what I was looking for. And I know what kind of design that we do at our studio. And so essentially, they had asked me those questions as well. What was I interested in seeing? And what was my design aesthetic? And we started to basically get the lay of the land of the show. And then she was able to provide me where I should start. She had recommended certain showrooms in this certain area would probably be more indicative of the style that I was going for. Um, That said, that is basically what I did. I started with what she had aligned for me with showrooms that matched my design aesthetic. Also, there was an awesome app that I downloaded once I was there. I'm sure you can get it beforehand that has all the maps, all the vendors listed. In addition to that, it also will show you any vendors that are offering breakfast, lunch, snacks, cocktails, uh, anything that you can think of, it'll show you. Um, It'll also show you if you are interested in taking any learning sessions, they'll tell you there where they are. And you can click that map and basically navigate your way there just like you would on Google Maps. So I really thought that was a massive tool that I was really grateful for. So they'll basically also show you where there's parties, after parties, all the things you could possibly need included in that app, especially bathroom locations. So yes, there are some larger buildings where the ladies' bathrooms had massive lineups. And then there were others where you could kind of see there wasn't a lot around it and you could get yourself there quicker than waiting in line. So now I had a plan. And I started out in loafers, I might add, which was a big, huge, huge, huge mistake, but more on that later. So if you don't have a plan, don't worry. After one day of getting to market, it will become so much easier to figure one out. And so after I returned to the hotel on night one with very sore feet, I got out the provided map and the book and the app, and I was able to work out my remaining two days with a plan of the showrooms that I did not want to miss. Now, I want to note that I was traveling with a mix of Canadian designers and U.S. designers. And between us, we were able to find some new and exciting showrooms that some of the others hadn't seen. And if it hadn't have been for them, because I hadn't heard of them, 
I wouldn't have gone into some absolutely fabulous showrooms. And some of them were so fun and inspiring. And even if I can't buy from them, it was a really great way to get inspiration or decor ideas. I would have never have had them on my list to visit. So if you have enough time and you've allotted, you know, enough time after you've seen what you want to see, or you're en route to one of your really fabulous vendor showrooms, I would walk in to as many showrooms and shops as possible. Once you enter a showroom, you will be stopped and asked if you have an appointment. Don't let this stop you. Guess what? We didn't. Not a one. And no one turned us away. Not even once. So if you have nothing to lose and everything to gain by asking, ask. Just say, well, can we still walk through? And absolutely you can, was the response each and every time. So the attendants, uh, you will be stopped at the like attendant at the front of their showroom and they'll ask you if you have an appointment. And if you don't, like I said, just ask. Then what they'll do is they're going to scan the badge that you're wearing. That bar code will have every little nugget of information about you that you when you applied to get your invitation, um, it will have all of that in there. So right away, they have the system that once you're scanned in, and, I don't, I'm, and I'm assuming most of the vendors have this, especially the bigger ones, that barcode notes your name and where you're from. And immediately, if there is a rep from your area that is at the show, they will literally come running. <laughs> like literally, they are coming running to talk to you. Uh, that sales rep from your prospective residing area will, will come. They want to meet you. They want to be of service. They want to tell you all the amazing things about their product if you aren't already familiar with it. And, they, you know, honestly, there was somewhere I didn't think that I had anything to learn. And then they would give me some really fabulous information about being able to like custom paint a, a case good piece, any color I wanted. And right away, that became something that was worth walking in. So I would highly recommend at least trying and walk into as many showrooms as you possibly can, because some of them were just so fun. So that said, business cards, you know, I'm so used to condition to having a stack of business cards with me at all times, you can still bring some business cards. But because of this badge system. I really don't think you need to bring as many as you think. I would still keep a couple and have them on the ready for some small vendors that might not have the scannability that some of the larger vendors do, but they actually don't want your business card because you go into their database. And before you even get back to your hotel room, they've already emailed you and thanked you for coming to their showroom. And they've reminded you of who your rep was because, you know, after eight or nine hours, you're not going to remember. So (laughs) they've given you all that information so that you can remember who it was and here's all their contact info. So it's really smartly done, super well organized. So as mentioned, I don't think you need to bring a massive stack of cards. I think you're probably okay with just bringing a few each day. Um, You will probably not want that extra weight in your purse or your bag or whatever you're walking around with because things tend to get very heavy very quickly. So one of the most important things you will need to bring with you is your phone uh, for photos. And that goes hand in hand with absolutely bringing an additional charger for your phone. I would walk into, or sorry, I'd walk up to a space or a vendor showroom, and I would take a photo of the exterior of the vendor with their name or their logo on it. And every picture thereafter, when new was taking, taken, pardon me, at that vendor showroom. So I always take a photo of the overall item that I am looking at, 
let's, for an example, let's use a sofa. So that sofa might be set up in a vignette. So I'll take a picture of the entire vignette. And then I'll take a picture of just the full sofa. And then I'll take some details of that sofa. Maybe there's a feature that I like, like a curved detail or some piping detail or a slight tufting or a great button detail. And then the very last photo would be the information card, which typically would have details on it, like the vendor's name, the sofa name, the dimensions, hopefully the pricing for future reference. And then I know that that everything included in those runs of that photo is all about that sofa. And then I might move on to a chair within that same vignette. And then I'll take the chair, I'll take the chair leg, I'll take the anything interesting that I like. And then I will do the de- the last item would be the card that goes along with it for information. So even if it's a chair, I might have four, five, six photos of that chair. And the whole time my f- screen has been on. So the battery is dying quite quickly. And so the phone constantly being on and in my hand as so the battery would die. I, I did bring my Apple, it's my Apple phone, and I did have the Apple magnet charger. But in addition to that, I also brought a fully charged battery pack that I just got on the Amazon website, and it offered five full charges. And I did use both of them each and every day. Now I did share my charger, so maybe someone else got a full charge. But just to give you some perspective of how much you're using your phone for those photos and how quickly... Um, the battery would die. So the other thing to note is I did see people sitting around with their phones plugged into the wall, kind of like an airport. If you could find a plug, there was people all waiting (laughs) to use it. So that doesn't seem like a really efficient way to use your time. So I would say the, the charger for your phone, regardless of what phone it is, is an absolute must. So I also saw and noticed people carrying rolling bags or small suitcases to be able to take samples and literature back. Um, But with taking a flight, this wasn't an option for me, nor did I actually want to be carrying around luggage and bags because some of these showrooms have so many people in them. I don't know how you could be carrying or rolling a bag behind you without knocking somebody or something over or someone missing it and not seeing it. So it does seem a little cumbersome. I understand if you live closer, maybe you do want to get samples, but they literally would ship those samples to your studio or to your home if you work from home uh, after. And before I even got home, I did have some samples back at the studio. So I don't think you really need to or would want to be lugging them around, but just note that they will ship you anything after or in any literature. So that was something that I wouldn't do, but I did see people doing it. I also noticed a lot of note-taking and materials like notebooks and pens and highlighters to take notes on new products and trends and design ideas that someone might have noticed the show. And this information is literally invaluable when you return to your studio and you start working on new projects. I didn't personally do this, but what I did do at the end of each day in my hotel room was I would go through all my photos. I'd put them into albums. I also made a lot of notes and recapped any trends, um, et cetera. But I would do all of that with my feet up. because we needed to. Uh, And also because then I could really think it through as opposed to trying to do that while I'm standing in somewhere, maybe blocking somebody else or, you know, everyone else is trying to take photos. This way I could go through and take my time and and make my thoughts pretty well written out. Um, So let's jump to don't wear loafers. (laughs) Um, Comfortable clothes and shoes, absolute must. So dressing comfortable, allows you to move freely, it allows you to stay cool, uh, and the showrooms get crowded and stuffy and hot. And we went in the fall, 
and it was a little chilly in the morning, but by the afternoon it was super warm, and then it would get back to cooler again as we headed back to the shuttle. So, I mean, here's a great tip. There is a free coat check in the main building where the shuttles drop you off, but we didn't know this until like I think the second last day. You can bring luggage, you can bring jackets, you can bring bags, and you can leave all of those things there all day long. Or you can check things in and out and it's completely free. So (laughs) this would have been a really great tool. Um, You could have bought a jacket in the morning, checked it in the afternoon, grabbed it back out after. And this was something that we did learn was that our feet were done. We were super sore, um, lots of walking. And then we had a couple of industry events after and we were walking in watching people wearing heels and we could not understand how they were first of all able to wear the heels or fit their feet back into it um, after walking around all day. But they said to us, oh no, we just leave all our dress clothes and everything at the coat check and then we swap our clothes and our shoes. And we were like, ah, what a great idea. So smart. So if anyone does need to do that, or even if you're checking out of your hotel and you want to spend the day at the show, but you have nowhere to put your luggage, bring it with you to the show, put it in, I would put a lock on it, put it into your, into the luggage, excuse me, put your luggage into the coat check enjoy your day at the show. And when you're going to about to grab your shuttle to head back to the airport, go get your stuff out of, out of the coat check. So such a a great tool. Um, water and snacks, the high point market trade show can be super busy, super hectic environment, and you might not have time to stop for a meal. Bringing a water and a snack will keep you hydrated and energized throughout the day. But don't worry, because if you open that app we discussed earlier, you will find out who is serving breakfast, drinks, lunch, more drinks, snacks, maybe some more drinks. Okay, so clearly there isn't a shortage of drinks. (laughs) There's cocktails everywhere to be had at all times of the day. All free. Not sure if I mentioned that. But everybody had buckets and buckets of water and snacks and nibblies and little nut packages. And there, you might be lucky to grab like a, an apple off, off a table or two. But there is literally nothing there for food. Uh, there was a few random food trucks in front of a building that you could go and order and pay for food. But there isn't a restaurant, there isn't a cafeteria, there is absolutely nothing. So a lot of these vendors, as I mentioned, will offer free food, which is a really great tool to keep people at the show. And they were massive spreads. Like some of these were crazy how much food was there. Um, But if you suffer from any food allergies, and I happen to be someone that also suffers from a food allergy, there really isn't anyone there that can help you out because it's sales reps and the vendors. It's not a restaurant and a lot of the food is catered. They don't know what is in it. And because there's so many people using the tools and the, you know, like the the tongs and the things to, to serve it, there is no way to control transfer. So if you have a food allergy, I would highly recommend maybe grabbing some of those protein bars I mentioned earlier, um, just to make sure that you can control what it is that you are consuming, but just come prepared. So there's also things that you can sign up for, like seminars and workshops, as we mentioned earlier. You would want to sign up for these quite early. 
And you'd want to arrive early because there's only so many seats. And I did notice that quite a few of them, that there was a lot of people standing. So if you do want a seat because your feet will be sore uh, after a few days at High Point, um, I would highly recommend going to those earlier as well. Uh, They do offer a range of seminars and workshops for us interior designers covering topics as color trends, marketing, social media. You'll also find that there might be some industry celebrities there. Take advantage of these educational opportunities to expand your knowledge and skills or maybe just get your photo taken with someone that you admire. Um, Be open to inspiration. The High Point Market was fantastic. It was a fantastic opportunity to get inspired and to see all the latest trends in the home furnishings and decor industry. Don't be afraid to take risks and think outside the box. This will really make you so excited to get back to your studio and start, you know, recreating or using some of these elements that you've seen into your designs. Overall, attending the High Point Market trade show as an interior designer can be exciting. It can be rewarding. It was also very fun. And it would be packing essential items that you will be well prepared to navigate the event. You can network with your fellow professionals and discover new products and trends in the industry. I really hope if you're going this April that you have a great time. I'm sad to miss it, but I will be there in October. So hopefully all of this can translate for all of us into um, all of our work and any trade show that you choose to attend. This will easily apply to the Atlanta market or to the Las Vegas market, but High Point was fun it was informative and it was something that I will try not to miss ever again. So I hope that you have a great time. I hope that you enjoyed these tips and I hope that I get to see you there soon. Bye for now.